Good afternoon. Good afternoon. This is Speak Like Radio. A go tell my men, a go tell my brethren ministry with your sister in Christ, Rachel Renee, also known as Carney Renee. I want to welcome everybody and say good afternoon. Today is March 25th, 2022. In the name of Jesus, Lord. I thank you. Yeah. So welcome everyone. Welcome. Welcome to Speak Life. I'm praying your day is just blessed in the Lord, in the name of Jesus. Okay. So I am lifting up my whole household. I'm lifting up your whole household. And I'm lifting you up, beloved. I'm lifting me up, even so. I am lifting up the kingdom family worldwide. The beloved of God, the martyr saints, the persecuted saints, those trutting down, those taken by men stealers, those feeling weak, weary, worn, and even withered in the name of Jesus. I am lifting up those that are just pressing on, press, press, move, push. Those that until their last breath, they're enduring to the end, Lord, in the name of Jesus, in this faith walk. Because they're just seasons that the word said they will not be able to endure sound doctrine. So, you know, it, it, that's where it is. So, Father, I'm lifting up your name right now from the earth. You said, Lord Jesus, if I lift up your name, you'll draw all men. So I'm lifting up the name of Jesus. Lord, you be glorified. You be magnified. You be lifted up high. Lord, I thank you for being God all by yourself. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I don't know what you're doing, but I know you are. And I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for your kindness, Lord God. I thank you for being our very present help. Lord, I need you. I cannot even muster up half strength because it's not by my strength, nor by my might, nor by my power, but by your spirit, thus says the Lord. And I thank you. Lord, have your way. Have your way open our eyes and our ears and our mind and our heart to receive what the Spirit is saying to the church, Lord God. Send the ear to hear in your beautiful and mighty and powerful name. Push back everything in spirit that is contrary. Push back the Prince of Persia so he don't block anything in Jesus' name. So good afternoon, beloved. I'm praying. All is well with you, beloved. I'm praying all is well. I have been having my phone on charge, so, you know, it's, it's the Lord. Whatever the Lord wants, let his perfect will be done. My phone has been on charge. So, I don't know. And I, I'm not trying to figure it out. But what I came to talk about, I actually... Um, Something else that came to me, but what I came to talk about is can you hear the sound? Can we hear the sound? Are we really taking in what is being said? Can we hear the sound? So, Lord, yes, yes, have your way, Lord. I need you. I need your spirit in full and the fullness that I can receive. So I was in uh, 1 Timothy this morning in prayer, and I was in the book of Hebrews. I was in the book of Hebrews, and uh, 
the book of Psalms. And in Timothy, 1 Timothy 6, it says, Let many servants as are under the yoke count their own masters worthy of all honor. So a master, you know, we we go back to that slavery mentality, but a master is actually a teacher. It's it is somebody in lead. So it's but it's some it's a teacher. And uh oh. So it's like we are to hold those and the words say that those that speak the word into us, we are to hold them in high regard because they will be the witnesses uh, concerning our souls. So we're supposed to not let them do it in grief, right? So a master is a sovereign, is sovereign controller, cedar, master, um, instructor, teacher, captain, head of a family. That's a master. And so it says, uh, let many servants. So I know in the word says, in the word it says that he doesn't call us servants, but he calls us friends. But servants are taking in different contexts. There's different ways. Because even Paul introduces himself like so. I think at one point Peter introduces himself because that's what we are. We're servants of Jesus Christ. Uh, we are servants of Jesus Christ. We are servants of God the Father. Everything. Everything. All the servants. That's what the word says. I'm trying to find, it says um, in Philippians 1, Paul and Timothy, the servants of Jesus Christ. And then we can go to, Lord, I hear the horn. I hear the horn in the name of Jesus. It says, no, it doesn't say it in Philippians. Let's see what Galatians. Galatians say, uh, no, he doesn't say it here, but it's different places where he lets us know that he's actually a servant of the Lord. He also lets us know he is in position and in God's will. The position he's in is in God's will. But there's different places if you read the, how the introduction goes. Uh, Romans 1, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated into the gospel of God. So it's, it's actually um, noted in different places. The actual um, greeting introduction so he's not the only one that says it but now that I'm looking for it you know so um, the and, and of course John with his humbleness he 
doesn't even open up with who he is, which is a good thing. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Because John shows us it doesn't even matter. It don't matter who you are. God can use anybody. God can use anyone. It doesn't really matter. Just like people want you to send bios. For what? Because we're coming here for Jesus. And, and tell me, tell me something about Jesus. Jew said it. Jew, the servant of Jesus Christ and the brother of James, to them that are sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ. So I don't know really how I got there, but yeah. So in Timothy, it says, "Let many servants." That's how I got there. Let many servants. So it says, let many servants as are under the yoke. So Jesus said, take my yoke upon you. So we are tied, chained, bound together. And it says, count your own masters worthy. So whoever your own leader is, your own teacher, some don't know because they listen to many. It says... Let many servants as are under the yoke count their own masters worthy of all honor that the name of God and his doctrine, the teaching of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the revelation of Jesus and his doctrine be not blasphemy, that they that have believing masters, let them not despise them because they are brethren. So your teacher, your leader we're still brethren, but God has elevated that person in that position. So we have to honor the office. We have to honor the position. And prayfully, they are believing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it says, because they are brethren, but rather do them service because they are faithful and beloved. He says... Um, and they that have believing masters, let them not despise them because they are brethren, but rather do them service because they are faithful and beloved. Partakers of the benefit, these things teach and exalt. That's what he says. If any man teach otherwise and consent not to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ and to the doctrine which is according to godliness he is proud knowing nothing but doubting about questions and strives of words whereof comes envy strife railings evil submissings perverse dispute disputings of men and of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth supposing that gain is godliness supposing that the more we gain or pay that's godliness from such withdraw yourself but godliness with contentment is great gain so no matter if you gain we got to be content like yeah i mean that yeah <laughs> not totally there okay so it says but godliness with contentment is great gain when i read that i was like okay lord uh for we brought nothing into this world and it is certain we can carry nothing out 
and having food and remnant, let us be therewith content. Be content because you have food and remnant, which most of us are not going to stop right there. It says, but they that will be rich fall into temptations in a snare. So I, I really was catching hold to this this morning. It says, um, and then too many foolish and hurtful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. But they that will, they that it's their will to be rich, uh, fall into temptation because there's things that's going to be coming with that richness. There's things that come with that richness. So it's, it says... Excuse me, but they that will be rich fall. You're going to stumble in that thing. Fall into temptation in a snare. In a snare. Yeah. Going to fall into temptation. Whatever, however you're going to be tempted. It says a trap for catching birds, typically one having a noose or iron cord. So it says, but they that will be rich fall into temptation in a snare, a trap. Fall into temptation, like it's really cold to me. Fall into temptation. It says 70 or it just went down to 69. It don't feel like that. It does not. But the temperature here fluctuates really. Because I think last week or even the beginning of this week we were in 80s. And yeah, it's been fluctuating this year. So it says, but they that will, if it's the will of them, be rich, fall into temptation, and a snare, and into many foolish and hurtful lusts. Because the decisions, and then the temptation, like the more you get or the more money you have, you may be tempted to purchase more things or do more things that are not of God's will and not edifying. So you fall. You fall in those things. You're going places that you shouldn't be. And you're falling into a temptation. It says, for the love of money is the root of all evil. I really, I, I, I come to a point where it seems like people convince themselves of things like, they convince they don't have a love for money. No, I, I know I need it. I don't. If that's all you talk about, and you really will to be rich, and everything you do is to either make you rich, keep you rich, or try to find out how to be rich. You do have a love for money. And it's like, okay, so I'm in a period where I have to just wait for Lord. I have to be content with what the Lord is doing and what the Lord is not doing. But many of us, we go over those borders to get what we want. God could chasten us a million times. But due to the fact we're following that lust and that desire to be rich, it's like, no, nothing. The enemy, the devil trying to stop me. It's not the devil. It's the Lord saying, listen, 
this is what's going to happen. You're going to fall into temptation in a snare. But do that stop us? Do we even hear that? Do we hear that warning? Do we really hear that sound? Do we hear the sound of God warning us with things? Do we hear warning? Because I don't believe we do. It's like people are coming to the word and getting a word, hearing the sound of the word, but not taking the word literally and not literally listening to what is being said and written. We're running through the word. We are just speaking the word. But thou, O man of God, flee these things and follow after righteousness and godliness, faith, love, patience, and meekness. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life where unto you are also called and best profess and good profession. And that's how we read in the word. And so we are not, we're, we're, it's milk, it's, it's water because it's just going down. There's no digestion of the word. There's no chewing. We have to chew. We have to taste and see that the Lord is good. So can we really hear the sound? Can we hear the sound of what's being saying? Because some of these words a strong and heavy words, but we are reading them like they're weak, they're weak words, and they're really not. They're in the instructions of God. Can we hear that sound? Because he says, if any man teach otherwise and consent not to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, and to the doctrine, are we really taking heed um, what we're being taught in the actual doctrine, which is according to godliness. This, this, these scriptures are based on God and his godliness and his sovereignty. He's, he's sovereign, sovereignty, not sovereignty, sovereignty. And so are we really, really, really listening? Are we really taking heed when he's saying verily, verily, when he's saying, Take heed, beware. Are we really listening to the warning signs? Because I really don't believe we are. We're listening to preadventure disputing of men of corrupt minds. Do we really examine to make sure we don't have a corrupt mind? It says, that's, I mean, are we really hearing the sound? Are we really intentionally listening to God to get the instructions of God and to get what he's saying. I really, I really don't believe we are. I really don't. Because he tells us everything, even when he say preach in season and out of season, they won't be able to endure sound doctrine. So when we see ourselves falling away, what do we do when we see ourselves falling away because of lust? What do we do? What do we do? Do we keep going? Do we stop? Do we examine where we are? What do we do? I don't know. But thou, O man of God, flee these things and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. 
Wherefore, you are also called and have professed a good profession before many witnesses. So are we hearing even our profession that we're professing to be Christians? Like, are we really getting this in context? Are we really understanding what we're praying and what we're stating about God? Because if we, if we were really doing that, it's just like, the understanding will take us so, and we wouldn't be doing these same old things. We wouldn't be doing them. So are we really listening to be obedient? Or even when we get spanked by God, are we really taking heed to what the Lord is saying? That's what I came to talk about. Are we taking heed? There's always someone, someone in the earth as a witness to tell us, Snap out of it. Come from this. But are we even taking heed of the warnings? Are we taking heed of the promises? Are we taking heed of the blessings? Are we taking heed of the curses? Because I can get on here right now and say, oh, uh, uh, whatever. What I can say, let's see. Perverse disputing of men of corrupt minds. And we'll go and we'll argue anyway. Or your pastor can say something. Um, don't, don't strive to, to be rich. And yet you got a pocket full of numbers or scratch cards or something. Are we even taking heed? Are we taking heed what's being preached to us? Or are we just staying shipwrecked? Are we just staying shipwrecked? We really got to examine ourselves. We got to line ourselves up with this word of God and see where we really are. What's the commandments that we're following? Because we're not. We're really not. We're really not. And it's heartbreaking. We're, we're really not. We're living and looking like the world, not thinking we're going to be judged. But just because I say I'm a Christian, uh, it's okay. No. He said in his likeness. So we need to be like him to have his true likeness. I don't know. But I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. Y'all have the most blessed weekend. Worship God. Really sit before the Lord and ask him. Show me me. Be careful. <laughs> but show me me in, in your reflection so I can truly see as I am known in Jesus' name.